Back on the Northland Sports page, Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook, Steve Batosha. Hoping that sledgehammer linebacker Chad Greenway was going to join us, but so far, we're 0 for 1. We got his voicemail, a couple texts. I know he is in the Eastern time zone, so I hope he realizes that we did say 11 for him, which is 10 for us. Mind you, it's 10.08, but you get the idea. Hopefully, we'll still hear from him. We gave him the number to give us a call, so we may still get him today. Lots of things we can talk about amongst ourselves that we were going to chat about with him. We were talking about potential audibles before we got started, and there may be more to be said about our fantasy football topic as well. But before that, the fantasy that is now a reality is the number of sponsors we have. Absolutely. We'll start with the original, Arola Architecture Studio. Hoops Brewing, we just had a chance to talk to Dave a minute ago. If you get a chance to podcast that, that conversation was really good today. OAR Holdings, Krauss Heating and Cooling, your carrier HVAC authorized dealer in our area. Advantage Emblem and Screen Printing. Sammy's Pizza, the Blackwoods Group, including locations on London Road, in Proctor and Two Harbors, uh, Blackwater Downtown, Tavern on the Hill up by UMD and Scholastica, Avenue 45, Mount Royal Bottle Shop, Stewart's, Bike Sports and Trophies, Pier B Resort, Kohler Toyota, and Kohler Hyundai. And again, our friends at Comfort Systems, they invite you to sign up for a service appointment online and simply mention you heard it right here on the Northland Sports page. And when you do, you'll receive $20 off that appointment. All you got to do is visit ComfortSystemsDuluth.com. And again, we'll tack on the fact that it is Saturday, Mount Royal Bottle Shop. That means 10% off all Hoops products. We know how good those are. Right. And now that... uh, Even you do because your son lets you know. Well, exactly. And he lets me know about the specific, you know, the fruit beers and all the other stuff. But then he says, don't do the IPA, Dad, because they taste like uh, this, that, and the other. And I said, I'm not going to do an IPA because... Celiac, that because you like to be healthy me. today. Yeah. Meanwhile, we know about health benefits of wine. Wednesdays are the place to be for Mount Royal Bottle Shop. They do wine Wednesdays, 10% off their wine selections. Speaking of Wednesdays, Blackwater Healthcare Professionals Day each and every Wednesday with a valid work batch, 20% off your food and drink. It's valid in the lounge, on the patio. Enjoy live music by Paul Metza. Blackwater just does it right. The Blackwoods family does it right. If you're craving some breakfast, breakfast at Tavern on the Hill just started right now till 2 o'clock. On Saturdays and Sundays. I know you want to talk. I had to get that out. Go ahead. No, the I Joe being, Biden thing is that I was again. being very polite. Okay. I didn't step on anybody. No, which is you didn't a habit. that at all. Right. No. So, but wine is something that I can have. Yeah. So the idea of going to Mont Royal uh, and picking up some wine and going onto the deck, like we've had some nice nights the last couple of nights, and being able to uh, open a couple of bottles with friends and family and just kind of enjoy the late spring uh, or sorry, late summer, early fall. Uh, weather out on the deck with a bottle of wine is a pretty good thing. Might be a good one to do today because the oh, beginning yeah, of fall type weather is today, but next week it looks like it's going to be warming up again. So we'll see. We'll see how long summer hangs on. But speaking of hanging on, we're hanging on to see if Chad Greenway does give us a call. Assuming he doesn't, which audible do you want to go with? Kirk is killing it at the line of scrimmage. Do you want to go with topics we would have approached with Chad? Or do you want to continue fantasy versus reality in the sport of football? Well, let's touch on the stuff you're going to talk to chat about first, because that'll take us a different direction. But I do think there's something to be said for fantasy football introducing us to, well, fantasy baseball introduced me to Steven Strasburg, which we talked a little bit about. Be real interested to know, you know, which players now that now maybe they're not even on your team anymore, but now you start paying attention to them because you kind of like them. Well, and the crazy part, too, is I think that there are still players and there certainly were back in the day, maybe more so that had plenty of fantasy value and weren't necessarily great players at all. Like I look at the Tommy Vardells of the yeah, world. Back, 100%. Back when it was, I'm going to draft the goal line back, who's going to average two yards a carry, but rack up fantasy points for me. So we'll get there. But as far as touching on things with Chad Greenway, obviously we want to see what is this defense going to be made of. 
Perhaps we still don't know. Hopefully we still don't know because if we do know, it's not very good still. But, you know, kid like Pace has been such a talker in the preseason. Linebacker, obviously. Chad Greenway, one of the best. I would love to ask Chad, what are you looking for from somebody who's supposedly blowing the doors off everyone but still hasn't played a meaningful down? Yeah, no, I I agree. He was the question I wanted too because there's a reason he wasn't drafted. Right. Like he's tiny. Um, and it, linebackers, like we are used to, you know, like the Campbell kid that the Detroit drafted this year, the 6'3", 250-pound guys, they're not a thing anymore. But this guy is still tiny. For even, I mean, they say that if you look at the, the uh, cornerback, Thornton, the big guy they got from uh, New England, he is um, Joe Wan, right? He is, it's uh, not Thornton, but yeah. He is a um, he, he's bigger than Pace, like significantly, like walking off the bus. You wouldn't know who the linebacker. Well, that's was. the thing. It's the funny haha junior high cliche of size does matter, but for the Viking defense, maybe it doesn't because you look at Pace and Osamoa, two guys that could play factors, don't look like linebackers at all, but will be listed as such. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of scary to think, you know. Yeah. I mean. Uh, but but everything you're hearing coming out of there is that you know what, what Flores is doing is is really making a difference. And I'll tell you, when the schedule was released, I was I was fairly optimistic. After the draft, I became a little less optimistic. I am shocked. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and then I don't know. As as training camp came in, I really was kind of bracing myself for a disappointing season, but. Now, as in true Vikings fan fashion, I am starting to get excited again now because of the things you're hearing about what Florida is doing. I was going to say, when they're 1-0 because they beat Baker Mayfield, we'll all be excited and we'll have to remind ourselves we beat Baker Mayfield. Or it's going to be just like that season where the guy who I shouldn't even say his name anymore, but he played a good safety for Green Bay, New Orleans, and a little bit us. We opened against Tampa Bay and we thought, this is a win we're absolutely going to get. They didn't, and it was the beginning of a horrid season. Game how, one could tell you a lot. How big is your pitchforks going to be on the post-game show if Baker turns into the Baker his first couple years in Cleveland? Well, not at all. We'll just actually wait to see if you call and if you watched it, because both will stun me <laughs> a little call, bit. I'll call afterwards. I'll have to read quick about it, though, first. The other linebacker question I wanted to ask Chad is, if you remember last year towards the end of the season, we asked him, what would you do to kind of rebuild or retool this defense? And I know he's got a friendship with Eric Kendricks, no question. But... He did say flat out, you build this defense around Eric Kendricks. Well, obviously they did not. He was one of the first to go. And quite frankly, watching him towards the end, I agreed with that. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to see what Chad feels like about the linebacking core in general. Forget, you know, Pace and Osamoa. Jordan Hicks and Eric Kendricks were both disappointing last year. One of the two stayed. I was a little surprised it was Jordan Hicks. Well, you know, this is going back to something we've talked about for years, and that is the impact of a scheme. I mean, we don't, Eric Hendricks might be great in Flores as a tax scheme versus whatever the world we were doing last year. Right. And I wonder if scheme makes a big difference the other way, because whatever Flores is doing, maybe doesn't fit Kendricks. Maybe what the Chargers are doing will, Eric Kendricks will have a resurgent and the attack of we didn't need him will be here again. Yeah, I mean, we we fall in love with certain players that you know, we do. like like Eric. We Kendricks, marry who, ourselves who, to everyone who, who 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 lay it on the line, you know, and they're just they're they're the guys that we want to root for, and and so to see those guys move on is is tough. But you look at the teams that have had great success in this league; they they they're willing to do that, and you know. We're, we're loyal to our guys, but we've got to be loyal to our team and, and be okay with those guys leaving. I agree. It would be no different, and I think for the record he's going to have a huge season, but let's say Harrison Smith flops in this scheme, yeah. and maybe he walks after this season. 
Viking fans would be livid because we've fallen in love with this guy for over a decade. But sometimes the writing is on the wall. The thing with Kendricks that was surprising is, you know, two years ago when this team was on the bubble for a playoff spot and didn't get in, Eric Kendricks got hurt, and he was the key to that defense. And it was over because he wasn't available. Last year, he was one of the biggest parts of the problem with the middle always being open. I would love to. I would have loved to have seen Eric Kendricks in this blitzing, more aggressive right. defense. Yeah. that would. I mean, because that's. It seemed like that was the one thing Zim didn't do enough of with him, you know. And you obviously, think, last year was that it wasn't even part of the equation. Right. So, just I would love to have seen him in this this defense. But you have to think that something about that must be known. Something had to be there that either Flores told KOC or vice versa that. Yes, I want to play that, but Eric Kendricks can't succeed in that. I hope the folks that are paid to know that knew it. Well, you know, is that the case, or was it the mon- the number of was the it just we're not going to pay? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, what what percentage of our of our cap can we afford to put towards him? And, and maybe it was just too much. So yeah. right. The other thing that I wanted to talk to Chad about, and it's so good having a high school coach on our panel here, is his app, the MN Scores app, which in the fall will tackle football, volleyball, what have you but during the winter is so busy with boys basketball, girls basketball, volleyball for me. And it's not just because I have a unhealthy method of worship for Chad Greenway. It's where I go to find almost every score and how our team's doing for high schools. It's awesome. Oh, I love it. That's what I, that's how I follow our Greyhound football right. team all fall is when they're on the road. I've, I'm, I'm checking that, that app every Friday. Absolutely. Just to be able to watch it. They involve people. They invite the interaction. You can become a fan leader. If it's a team that you follow, Chad was texting me this week. It's part of how we lined up this guest appearance that looks like it's not going to happen today. But he was texting me saying, please be a leader for Duluth East again. We get a ton of scores off of you because we know that you're there. So they do great in getting scores to all of us, but the people they lean on, they basically make high school sports a community event. And Dave, we've always said that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. And now you've put it into a space that makes it more reachable you know, for everybody. I've told you, you know, for two years now that – the scores app was dad's go to right. to follow little false football and which, you know, is not really a thing anymore, but um, you know, he still spent the time to see how they played, you know, Uppsala and right. You know, gray Eagle. So again, it is the MN scores app, not to be confused with Minnesota scores. Cause you and I both know Minnesotascores.net. That's the home of the QRF, which is harder to explain than the quarterback rating, but MN scores is a great little app. It's, it's very convenient again for volleyball, football, mostly here in the fall. And then in the winter, it's it's so busy with so many games and so many sports and so many teams. It's just fun to have. Absolutely. I mean, more information, right? So that's that's what what can be wrong with that. Absolutely. I would have been really curious to get Chad's feelings on this team going forward. And I know it's so hard, basically, because nobody that matters or not many of the ones have appeared yet. So you don't know what you're going to get with the Vikings. But there is the schedule factor. Dave, you've said this team in some ways could find a way to play better than they did last year and win three or four fewer games because the schedule's that much harder. I always want to know what somebody who's been on the inside and not that long ago. You know, we get great insight from Vency Glenn, but Vency's looking at 30 years since he took the field. Yeah. Jack Greenway is looking at about five. I always want to know what they think going in. Fans get in a tizzy about the schedule. What do players actually think? I don't think players pay attention much at all. I think they do in terms of cities they get to visit. Right. That's, that's it. You know, if mom and dad or family yeah. and friends are there, but I don't think, and, and at the professional level, I don't think you can care. I don't think you can care. I mean, if you start focusing on on that schedule and who's next, you forget about, you know, who you're doing today. You, yeah, you have so much. There's so much information that you have to, you know, take in week to week. You can't look 
you can't look. That's no, you can't look past Tuesday when, when yes, you're in practice. Let that's alone right. Three weeks. From and now. and that's why it's it's not BS when when you know they ask the coach, well, you know, well, what do you think about the Packers in three weeks? We we can't think about the Packers in three weeks. We got to think about whoever we got next week, and that's. Yeah. That's I don't think there's I don't think they care because at the end of the day they don't care they just it's like going I, to, they're, I, they're, they're is job. it a little bit like polls in high school and college where the rankings just give us something to talk about the yes. schedule release gives us something to talk about the players shrug and move on yeah well I think the schedule release is the only really day they can talk about it after that they got to focus on the first the first week but again you got to hand it to the NFL they've taken the draft oh, and yeah. turned it into a three and a half day event. They've taken the schedule release and turned it into a huge event as well. Yeah. No, the NFL is the best um, marketer marketer that's out there. Oh, hands down. Absolutely. But here's a question, because in terms of marketing, you know, the Vikings are going to do what they're going to do in terms of drawing fans today, and not much is going to change it. But there have been some teams that have played their ones. You know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be on the field for the Jets. We've, We've seen some guys that you're going to see. Doesn't sound like the Vikings are going to do that. Did you wish they would? Not at all. They again. I'll Me say either. It, I'll say it again. They are paper thin. If Darisaw gets hurt, Ole is your backup tackle. Do you want Darisaw anywhere near a field? No. Right. Yeah, but again, I, with I that theory, you could say the same the thing on September 10th. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But those count. Right. Right. It is going to be interesting. Plus, I think we just trust this regime. Maybe you don't love Quasi, but Kevin O'Connell. For now, I don't think anybody thinks he can do much wrong. People yeah. bought into his enthusiasm. Bought into the numbers bought into the culture, even though that's a buzzword that nobody really knows what that means. We all seem to be on board with what it is. Absolutely. And I, I think, you know, building a good culture, it is important. And, you know, it, you might not be able to define it in words, but you know when you're in a good one. Yep. You know when you're around people that are that are, are doing things right and, and, you know, that the people that are working in that culture are doing things right. You know, I mean, there's there is a difference. You know, I mean, it's a buzzword, sure, but no, I, I got mean, what you're saying. I, you know, but it matters. Right. It really does matter. I was say you've had to instill one. Expectations and having a standard that matters, and and you know. Well, and I think that answers the question that I was just going to ask Dave because I was going to say, do you remember when Jim Suhan first joined this show some five and a half years ago? I remember it well because Dave called him Joe. It was a great moment in the show's history. Did you get blocked for that? No. I he, think we he, both did. He blocks everybody. Yeah, so. no, he blocked me for a different, I'll tell you off the mic what he blocked me for. <laughs> it's pretty obvious because I don't lean politically the same direction he does, or at least not as hard. But when Jim Suhan said, because you and I brought up culture, whatnot, with PJ Fleck, I think, and Jim Suhan said, well, culture is just a word that teams use when they're really struggling and don't want you to know it. I think then he was probably right. That's change, hasn't it? Well, I don't know if that's changed or not. I, I think that is an excuse thrown out by, by teams. The difference is what Steve said. Um, you can't, when, you are, when you're defining your success and you say culture, people roll their eyes. But when you are defining success and when you're defining failure, the in-the-room culture does matter. Like, it's the thing that kicks the rock out from underneath, and so all of a sudden you're rolling downhill or it's the thing that causes us, you know, one thing that might go wrong. The culture can overcome that, uh, and it, it's difficult to explain to somebody who's not in it. And the culture is a safety net because the other people involved in that are looking out for the the one person that might be struggling within that culture. So it's it's it, it's yeah, that's all encompassing. It, it's 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 a family dynamic, I would say. Absolutely, it is. Speaking of family dynamic, we are the family that is Dave Cook, Brian Prudhomme, Steve Potosha. We're calling a bit of an audible. This is a fill-in segment because we were unable to get a hold of Chad Greenway. We got about a minute and a half left in it. I want to revisit the fantasy football topic, and I just want to do it real quickly like this. We both have a draft. All three of us have a draft tomorrow. So nobody's going to give away who they like, who they don't like. 
but in your history of fantasy football drafting, who's your most memorable draft pick or your first one or your favorite one that you ever had where I got this guy and maybe that won me a league or I got this guy and I'm going to enjoy it because I have him. For me with Dave Cook, it would be when he picked up Sam Bradford off the waiver wire in our league and he wasn't playing for anyone. Go ahead. Well, that's because I had a starting quarterback. I loved it. I loved Um, it. So the one, and it got me a lot of heat at the time, was Justin Tucker in like the third round. And it was like, what are you doing? And yet then he was the leading scorer in the league and he certainly helped me win. But yes, that was quite the conversation afterwards. My first ever fantasy team, I got to draft Barry Sanders with my first pick. That was still to this day my favorite. The first year that I played, he was one of the early picks. I didn't get him. The first year that I played, I fell in love with the QB wide receiver combo. You get that and you're going to win. I was a big Warren Moon guy even before he played for Minnesota. I had Haywood Jeffries and Warren Moon and Ernest Givens go Houston and that won me a league. Yeah, no, and that team that team scored. That's the closest thing we've actually had to ever had to a actual run and shoot right but that plays into my theory where there are guys that can win you a lot in fantasy and won nothing in reality look at the oilers look at the vikings etc that's true look at barry sanders etc yeah, oh barry's i think the number one example Although, didn't barry sanders drive you crazy you know wayne fonts was a player's coach but maybe not barry because hey he'll get you down to the one and Derek moore or Derek lavelle or Derek DeJure would get to punch it in every time back to that or tommy bardell back to drafting yeah. that goal line back right right yeah, that, and he had the same issue adrian had you know minus one minus one plus 40, you know, minus one, plus 15, and all of a sudden he had 120 yards rushing. Back when Rick Fenny was a bigger deal than Darren Nelson, if you were playing yes. fantasy and back he, then. He would also sneak in like a 50-yard screen pass every game. That's also true. The other question is, is fantasy about the fun, or Barry, is it about winning money? Barry, not Adrian. Fair enough. Yes. Exactly. When we come back, we're about raising money. There's a golf tournament coming up, raising money for youth curling. We're going to talk to Karen Brandt about that when we come back. We're bumping out with Be True to Your School because don't forget, fall sports are already here. If you want a great app to follow fall prep sports in Minnesota, it's the MN Scores app. Chad Greenway is the mastermind behind it. Disappointed we couldn't get him today, but he got more of us. What more could you want? Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook, Steve Petosha. Stick around. We'll be right back. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back here on the Northland Sports Page, Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook, Steve Petosha. We got Karen Brandt on the line. She'll join us shortly as we're going to talk a little bit of not curly shuffle, but perhaps some curling shuffle. There's a golf tournament coming up with all of the fundraising involved. Going to youth curling. We know some curlers rather well. We've been talking about fantasy football. A couple curlers take part in our league. John Schuster and Chris Plies will be ready to go tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Feel free to join us at Crooked Pint for the Northland Sports Page Draft if you want to see basically 12 idiots try to put together the best teams they possibly can. One great team we've put together here on the Northland Sports page, though, is our team of sponsors, Dave Cook. Absolutely. Let's start with Stewart's Bike Sports and Trophies, Mount Royal Bottle Shop, Avenue 45, the Blackwoods Group, including the locations on London Road, Proctor Two Harbors, Blackwater Downtown, and Tavern on the Hill, up on the hill. Appropriate name. Uh, Sammy's Pizza, Advantage Element Screen Printing, Krause Heating and Cooling, your carrier HVAC authorized dealer for our area, OAR Holdings, Hoops Brewing, Arola Architecture Studio, Pier B Resort, Kohler Toyota and Kohler Hyundai. You know, Steve, when you are starting to look to buy a car, uh, there's nothing more daunting than, you know, having to go and, 
you know, talk to the salesperson about, well, I'd like to try that one out because immediately you think they're going to start selling you, right? Um, and Aaron went up and did some test driving up at Kohler, and he said the experience was was fantastic. No pressure. Here's the keys. Let's go take it for a spin. Great people up at Kohler. The, the, you know, long, long time, uh, long time, you know, family friends, you know, owning that place. And I just, I, I think the world of those people, they're, they're, they're amazing. And they take, uh, they take good care of you when you go up there. They really do. Got to give them a shout out too for their dual purpose sponsorship. They're sponsoring another show that debuts today. We'll have more on that to close this show. Got to give some more love to our Northland sports page sponsors though, including our friends at comfort systems. Sign up for a service appointment online. Simply mention you heard it right here on the Northland Sports page. When you do, you'll receive $20 off that appointment. All you got to do is visit ComfortSystemsDuluth.com. So here on the Northland Sports page, we love to talk about pro sports. We love to talk about prep sports. We love to talk about college sports. Pick the sport. We usually love to talk about it. One that doesn't get enough love is probably golf. One that gets love courtesy of Plies and Schuster from us a lot is curling. But one thing that we love a lot is the community. We get to combine all three of those right here. Yeah, that's the whole theory behind the show is combining combining our communities uh, so everybody gets a chance to tell their story, you know, and so we're going to get a chance to do that. This will be fun. Without question, we are all about our neighbors. One of my neighbors clued me in to Karen Brandt and a big event that she's got coming up. She joins us by phone right now. Karen Brandt, good morning. Thank you for being with us early on this Saturday morning. You told me you were setting an alarm. You were uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed ready for us. Yes, I am. Thank you very much for including me on your show and appreciate the time. Absolutely. Now, I have a question for you that's not related to your event first, because you told me you listen to the show quite a bit, but your frustration usually comes this time of year because we're on during Fantasy Football Weekly. So two-part question. Fantasy Football Weekly was on a little bit in front of us today. Did you catch that? And are we talking enough fantasy football during this show today? Because we're trying to mix it in for you. I know my audience. You're doing a great job. I'm going to podcast the fantasy football show later after the Vikings game. And then hopefully I'm going to take some of your fantasy football cues and uh, hints for my fantasy football draft next Sunday. Very nice. Very nice. What kind of league are you in? How many people are we talking? 12. And then I have a second league that also has 12. Um, so this year I'm only doing two just because of the time crunch. But sure do love the fantasy football and really excited that the NFL season is beginning. No doubt about it. That makes two of us. It probably makes five of us if you talk about all the people that we're going to see today. I think everybody's excited for it. And if I'm not careful, I could probably talk to you about fantasy football for the rest of this segment. But that is not our main purpose today. I want to get to that. You've got some fun stuff coming up on the links, but with curling on the brain. Talk us through. Again, this is a fourth annual event, but the first time we've gotten to discuss it with you. Talk us through what's coming up. Good golf opportunity for those who love curling and love kids, quite frankly. Yes, it's it's our fourth annual. My stepdad, Tom Wright, was and my step-uncle, Al Ganya, were world championship curlers in 1965 with Bill Strum and Bud Somerville out of the Superior Curling Club. They won the Silver Broom in um, Perth, Scotland, and... I've been hosting the curling event because curling was a big part of Tom's life and Al's life. And um, I've been very proud to donate money the past three years to promote youth curling in the Twin Ports. That is excellent. You sent me a text, which is a picture message of the 1965 World Championship poster board, if you will. You know, as a Twins fan, I think of 1965 and I think of that World Championship loss. But in curling here locally, it was a much bigger and better deal. Tell us more about that great team. Well, they were four guys, and I don't think that they were um, projected to win at all, but um, 
coming from a small town in Superior, Wisconsin, it was kind of a big deal um, when they went to all the way and went to Scotland and won the whole thing. Um, I kind of lurk in it. I know it's not the same, but they kind of won the gold medal in curling that year. So they had um, big crowds in Superior when they came home, and it was quite the spectacle back then. And something that my the members of that family, we really do hold special in our hearts and are very proud of their accomplishments. And for good reason. I was talking to Tyler George, speaking of gold medal curling, I was talking to Tyler yesterday about this event coming up, and he was very interested right away. He said, you know, is this a local tournament? What can I do? Obviously, you'd love to kind of help the next Tyler George along. Talk about what this does for youth curling. And then, of course, hit me with the Journalism 101. If people listening out there are like, hey, I love to golf. I love helping kids. How can I do it? Hit us with when this is coming up, how to get involved, et cetera. Okay. So it's Saturday, September 9th. Um, Sign up at 1. It's a shotgun start at 2. It's at Grandview Golf Course um, off the Midway Road in Duluth. Um, You can sign up by calling me or texting me at 218-591-9817. I also have um, posters around town, and I can post it on the webpage with the Eventbrite link that has a a place where you can sign up completely online. Otherwise, all golfers are welcome. It's a scramble. We have proxies on every hole. We have mulligans, raffles, um, and um, my husband does barbecue in the middle of the course. Everything goes to charity. Um, the course, the drink cart's available for purchase. And after the golf tournament, it's nine holes, and we do prizes and food after. So it's kind of a fun day. I raise money for youth curling. And last year I was, um, I met a guy named Brian Melliger and he runs or helps teaches youth curling at the Duluth Curling Club. And he bought two training tools that were added to the junior program with the proceeds we were able to raise. Um, He bought a smart broom, which was census the measures, sensors to measure the sweeping performance of the curler and he also purchased um, a hang line laser turning device to help with um, weight control. And he also, with money, he did um, safety gear such as helmets and brooms for young curlers. I'm really proud of um, the money that we raise, and I'm very glad that it goes to the community. And I was um, also introduced to Ray Lopez, the director of youth curling in Duluth. And both of those fine people have been very helpful with helping me promote the curling and make sure that the money gets used to help youth curling in the Twin Ports. That is absolutely excellent. So again, all of that is coming up on Saturday, September 9th at Grandview Golf Course. Again, the proceeds go to help youth curling. Now, if there are people out there that maybe they have plans on the 9th, maybe they're not golfers, but they're like, you know, this is a heck of a worthy cause. How can we give money anyway? Um. You could probably mail it to me. Otherwise, um, I think if if you got in contact with me, I could set you up to the right people, either Ray or Ryan. Um, we'd be happy to add it to the totals that we send in. And um, like I said, I can post my name, and um, we can definitely use any help that's available out there. You know, Brian, we talk about uh, how this show and, and our community in general really glom on to youth sports and how that's really where uh, 
quality of life in our community is is improved when when there's really fun youth to uh, you know what are the fun things for the youth to do, and this is a great example of being able to put a little bit of money into a program that you know let's be honest I mean right. it's not front and center but there's so many kids that will benefit from it. Absolutely. Speaking of benefits, you talked about the gold medal team. We're friends with a couple of those guys. How much has that increased the overall interest in youth curling? Um, I think I think it did by leaps and bounds. Um, a lot of the people in our area who follow curling, um, and it was introduced to people who maybe even didn't follow curling and introduced it as a new sport. I think we all pay a t- more attention to Olympics and the Olympic curlers in our area. And I think it did nothing but good for the whole curling community. I would absolutely agree with you. And this golf tournament will continue to do more good for the community. We are chatting with Karen Brandt. Karen's got an excellent fourth annual fundraising golf tournament at Grandview with proceeds going to again, youth curling. And again, that's a program that you just can't get enough support for. Is there a limit? What kind of size field for golfers are you, are you anticipating hoping for? And I guess in terms of that, What's a benchmark? Every dollar helps. We know that. But over the years, what's kind of been the benchmark of, hey, it'd be great if we get $1,000. It'd be great if we get $5,000. What kind of ballpark are we looking at? Um, the last couple, of, uh, the last three years, I've donated between two and $2,500. Um, we make money not only from the golf, but from the raffles. My husband's barbecue last year, he made Texas Twinkies which were um, bacon-wrapped jalapenos stuffed with cheese and Ooh, pulled pork. There you go. And that was one of our biggest money makers. So that was a good thing. Um, I'm hoping to get around three this year. Um, 3,000 would be a great benchmark to do. The number of golfers is is up to who signs up. Um, right so there's now, no limit. That's hoping, perfect. No limit so far. We have... Um, we usually have two teams of four on nine holes, but if we have more golfers, which is would be the ideal situation, we can go to tee times, and because that would be easier for everybody. If we did a tee time, if we have enough people, then no one's waiting, and the events will just slide right by. And the other good thing, it is only nine holes because I wanted people to be able to do something with the rest of their day <laughs> and enjoy the. Enjoyed the day golfing and doing prizes, and of course, there's food after. Um, we're either having Qdoba or um, VIP pizza. We haven't decided yet. So I'm hoping that anybody interested, you don't have to have a golf skill. It is a scramble. Um, it's just a fun day for everybody. There's no skill involved, and um, we usually have really fun prizes. We I received lots of donations from local businesses, which are helping and um, we have sponsorships for holes that are available. That's a good way someone could be involved that um, doesn't want to golf or cannot golf. Um, it's just a really good time. And everyone who participates, we have lots of people that come back every year because it is just a fun day. It does sound like an excellent day. Once again, it's the fourth annual Wright Ganya Golf Scramble. It takes place at Grandview Golf Course it's Saturday, September 9th. You can register after 1 o'clock. You can also register online, as Karen's been saying. It is a shotgun start at 2 o'clock. For me, Dave, that's a good thing that it is nine holes because if we're starting at 2 and we're playing 18, I might not be done by dark. Right. Well, and you know, but the thing about golf, Brian, is a, you know, if you can ride a cart and feel good about it. So, and, and everybody knows you're as good with the sticks as anybody. And again, the easiest way you said if people want to give money anyway and not participate in the golf, they can simply mail it to you because... 
quite frankly, I'd like to chip in, but you don't want me on a golf course. I promise you that. (laughs) Well, any, any chip in would be appreciated and all are welcome. And Brian, you're more than welcome. Even if you want to stop by and say hi. I appreciate that. Notice she said chip in. She's got the golf lingo down, Dave. I, I did see that, and that was going to be what I, what I was going to say to you, Brian. It's like, well, we could go, but we wouldn't know what we're talking about. Absolutely. So golf scramble to benefit curling. We're talking with Karen Brandt, one of the brainchilds behind this, but at the same time, a bit of a fantasy football aficionado. I'm going to close with this. We talked to Dave Hoops today. We're talking amongst ourselves, but we're all in the same league, so we can't really disclose draft strategy because we don't want to do that. You can't. Who are some of your sleepers, some of your favorites? Who do you want to get your hands on in your fantasy football league? Well, I'm a I'm a Paul Churchian disciple, and I kind of go with the um, pick the best tight end on the board first. Ah, the Dave Hoops mantra. Go, go ahead. Yeah, and then I always look for the best running back, and then, of course, um, a good wide receiver. And this year I've learned that um, I should wait in the draft to get a quarterback and hopefully get a running one because that'll be the best for your team. Here's your million-dollar question. Are you a standard-scoring player or are you a PPR fan? Because that is consternation we, for some. We are a standard-scoring. We've talked about PPR, and the folks in our league were also talking about maybe doing the um, the new league that Paul Churchian... Um, the guillotine leagues? Like, sure. The guillotine leagues. We're thinking about that also. It's a fun way. We all get together. We have so much fun at our draft. And half the fun is the smack talk and naming your team. And um, it's just a good time. Fantasy football is a great way to get together and be have more fun with your friends. I can't help but 100% agree with that. Karen, this was a lot of fun. I appreciate your time today talking a little bit about your golf scramble coming up on Saturday, September 9th. I can't decide if I want to hang out with you on the golf course or get in the fantasy football league with you. I think the answer is yes. This was fun. Thank you. You too. I appreciate the time and thanks for everything. Um, I will send you my information if you can put it on the webpage. Um, please call me or leave me a message if anybody has any questions. We will absolutely be happy to do that. Thank you again, Karen Brandt, for the time. It's the fourth annual Right Ganya Golf Scramble. It's at Grandview. One o'clock registration, two o'clock shotgun start on Saturday, September 9th. Should be a good time. Show some love to the community. Donate some money to help out youth curling. The power of love, Huey Lewis telling us, can do a lot. Yeah, truly it can. It can make the community better, and that's what the aim of the event is. And we love bringing you this show. We aim to do one more segment. Drawing Lines is next. We talk about a new show. We talk about fantasy football. We'll dabble with the twins. Hodgepodge called Drawing Lines. Stick around. We'll be right back. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Actually, it takes three. Back on the Northland Sports page, the three of us, Dave Cook, Steve Petosha, and myself, Brian Prudhomme, One more segment to go. It is Drawing Lines. Drawing Lines comes your way each and every week from the OG of sponsors, Aurora Architecture Studio. We always love to pay homage to him. After all, he helped design the building that we're in. But before we go any further, we'll give some love to our other sponsors as well. Absolutely. Again, Aurora Architecture Studio, Hoops Brewing, OAR Holdings, Krauss Heating and Cooling, your carrier HVAC authorized dealer in our area. Advantage Emblem and Screen Printing, Sammy's Pizza, the Blackwoods Group, including London Road, Proctor, 
the location in Two Harbors, Blackwater downtown, Tavern on the Hill up by the schools, Avenue 45, Mount Royal Bottle Shop, Stewart's Bike Sports and Trophies, Pier B Resort, Kohler Toyota, and Kohler Hyundai. And once again, our friends at Comfort Systems, they also invite you to sign up for a service appointment online. All you got to do is mention you heard it right here on the Northland Sports page. When you do, you'll receive $20 off that service appointment. All you need to do to get it going is visit ComfortSystemsDuluth.com and a couple of additions to the sponsors that Dave has mentioned. Mount Royal Bottle Shop, they got a lot of good things going, especially today on Saturday. They work in conjunction with our sponsor at Hoops Brewing. 10% off all Hoops products on your Saturday, courtesy of the Northland Sports page. And don't forget Wine Wednesdays at Mount Royal Bottle Shop as well. All day Wednesday, 10% off their wine selections. And speaking of Wednesday, head to Blackwater, especially if you're in the healthcare industry. Healthcare Professionals Day each and every Wednesday. Bring your valid work badge, and when you do, you'll get 20% off your food and drink in the lounge, on the patio, doesn't matter. Enjoy the live music from Paul Metza as well. And again, if you're hungry for some breakfast right now, maybe this is the day I can do mimosas with friends. I've got Steve Petosha with me. Last I checked, we're friends. Tavern has their breakfast menu from now until 2 o'clock. That is a good time. Yeah, well, anything that Colin's doing up at uh, right. any of his spots, it's always going to be first class. So, yeah, that might not be a bad option. You absolutely cannot get that wrong. Head on down to Tavern. They got their breakfast menu till 2 o'clock on Saturdays and Sundays. But again, time for drawing lines, courtesy of Aurora Architecture Studio. Had a blast with Ryan Arola at the Twins game last Saturday. In fact, we got caught up, you know, five hours worth of commuting, three hours worth of a baseball game. We said everything but the score was a blast. The Twins got beat, but we had a good time. And I asked him, what do you think of drawing lines lately? And he said, you know, I don't mind the ones where you guys say we're not drawing, we're really scribbling because we're going to go all over. <laughs> and in the last 10 plus minutes, that's probably what we're going to do because we want to talk about the new show that Steve and I have later today. We want to touch on a division leading, pretty good playing Twins team right now. And we could also talk a little more fantasy football if you'd like. I'll let you guys kind of lead. Well, I think that we should make sure we talk about the show. So let's do that first and get that out of the way. Absolutely. So coming up is Vikings pregame in about 11 minutes. We'll get out of here right at 11 today. And then, of course, we'll have Vikings fan line after the regular postgame show on the mothership. But if you can't get enough postgame coverage, Steve, that's where we come in. That's right. When they release when they release the outstate to or the network, as they like to say. When they let the network go, don't go anywhere is our advice. That's right, because we're going to be there for uh, with a little time for two more. Absolutely. Our new Vikings postgame show will be a call-in show, so you can call us today at 727-1065. I think we're in the age where you got to do the 218 first. But that should be really interesting and a lot of fun because we'll give you an extra hour of kind of a localized fan line where folks in the Duluth or Northland area in general won't have to sit on hold for two and a half days to get their Vikings opinions out. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, it'll be a good place. Like you talked about, it'll be a good place to just kind of vent and, and, and work through your, your Vikings emotional distress. And it'll be, it'll be like venting with friends too. It's not like going off into the, you know, talking to the mothership where there's, you know, 1500 right. different radio stations or visiting with each other. What it'll be, it'll be text threads that Steve and I are in brought to life on microphones. Yeah, truly. Because if you think the conversations about the Vikings end when the game does, you're wrong. And we're going to bring that to radio listeners too. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, sometimes it's nice when you're down in the dumps about what, how things are going and someone bring up, you know, Hey, listen, maybe it's not so bad. Right. So I'm looking Absolutely. And you know, we'll just, it, it'll be good to know what the community feels about, about the Vikings. Well, and I want to touch on that because when I first said to Dave, we're going to do drawing lines, we're going to preview time for two more is going to be the name of our show for Steve and I. But I said, I think it's time we touch on predicting what we think the narratives that we're going to hear the most are going to be. So you said, what's the community? What's the fan base up here 
going to feel. What are the takes? What are the mantras that you're most prepared for? And Dave, I know you're not going to be part of the show regularly, but you'll be part of it on occasion. You're more than willing to chime in here. What do you think we're going to hear from the masses? I think that we are going to hear from people that have never played the offensive line how bad the offensive line is. I think that they're not. But that's one of the hosts. <laughs> no, Maybe I, two because Steve was no, a fullback. I, no, what I'm saying is I think that the theme you're going to get from, from all kinds of people is throwing the offensive line as a group and, and ignore the fact or regardless of the fact that we have two all-pro tackles. Right. Well, there's you know, still that interior part. Right, but I think that the theme is going to be, you know, our offensive line stinks, and, and right. that may or may not be true. Well, and there's one in every crowd. There might be multiples, but my friend asked me this morning, are you going to be able to hide frustrations on this show? I don't know. Where I really don't know is when someone calls in and the defense gets mopped and they bring up how bad Kirk was, and Kirk probably goes, you know, 20 of 30 for 260 and two touchdowns, and they're ready to blame Kirk for me. I know that there are angles, but you know how tough I have of a time swallowing that idea. Yeah, no doubt. And but it, you know, that's one of the things yeah. that that fans love yeah. to, to to grab onto. So you know, I, I mean, I'm prepared to uh, deal with the Kirk hate. And 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 full disclosure, I was not the biggest Kirk fan, you know, for the very most of his career here. But I've I've turned that corner a little right. bit. I've I've come around, and and when the defense is as bad as it was. I'm waiting to see when the interior offensive line is bad and Alexander Madison doesn't do much, how much those two are related to each other and how long it takes to, we shouldn't have got rid of Delvin calls to come. Oh, that'll be call four today. But uh, I, I, I think that, I think that you call Dave, but go ahead. An interesting, an interesting point about, about Kirk. And so many people are going to have changed their mind about Kirk because of an HBO show, right? Or a Netflix, Netflix show yeah. or whomever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I haven't and, seen it yet, have you? And, no. And really, the, <laughs> the change... Have you seen week four of last year yet? Are you up to speed? Hey, I, I saw... <laughs> I've seen two episodes of Hard Knocks. That's no, not two. Just um, kidding. Go ahead. That was last the, year. <laughs> the... Uh, the um, uh, now you guys made me lose my train of thought. Oh, sure. It's our fault. Oh, yeah. oh my yeah. gosh. That never entered no, the, the station. The, the uh, Kirk Cousins bit... I changed when he started winning games where he had to make tough guy throws because he didn't ever, ever do that. That was right. his weak point. And now, like last year, even in the even in the playoff game where he did the check, check down, they don't get there without him making tough throw after tough throw all year long. Right. So the clutch gene is what I look for in a quarterback, and he found it. I, I've, I turned the corner when Kyle Shanahan started to, and we had a text thread this week that I brought it up because oh, yeah, we are yeah. talking about Trey Lance. And how I I wanted nothing to do with Trey Lance I'd coming to Minnesota. I said that to you this morning. I didn't either. And uh, and uh, my thought is is if Kyle Shanahan doesn't want him, then he's not the one to touch. Because right. when it comes to playing quarterback in this era of the NFL, can't, Kyle Shanahan is is elite. If an offensive wizard can't figure you out, you can't be figured out. That's my theory. I don't think that Mike McCarthy is going to do much for him either. But I'm curious if they're going to ask him to do anything. It, this just ends the Cooper Rush talk in Dallas, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. But but going back to my point, uh, when Kyle Shanahan talked about how much he would love to have Kirk Cousins, that's when I like, yeah, yeah maybe I got to get out of my own way. And, but I was and, <laughs> I was flipping it, and, and Kyle Shanahan didn't want Lance. Who should? My question with the defense, though, I'm curious if the fan base is just kind of dismissive of the defense. Now we're all intrigued by what Flores is going to do, but let's say they're still bad. How much of this fan base is going to shrug their shoulders and go? But you knew that. So are we going to get games? And I started with the Kirk hate angle because it's always out there. But are we going to get games where 
the offense was pretty good and the defense was terrible, yet all the calls are going to be scrutinizing the offense because we just throw our hands up when it comes to the defense of, well, yeah, that sucks. We knew that. Like every other season with twins starting pitching. Well, let's blame the offense because this team never can pitch, this year being the huge exception. Yeah, I, th- I think the interesting thing, uh, and it'll be really fun to find out when this happens, if that defense stinks, uh, how quickly the fan base starts to turn on the general manager. Because his draft two years ago was supposed to be all about defense and, and nobody's really popped, right? This right. year's draft looks pretty good. But if their defense stinks again... Does it, doesn't it just look like Jordan Addison? Maybe the safety kid from LSU, but otherwise doesn't it just look like Jordan Addison? No, I think the cornerback from USC is is going to make the team. We hope. I mean, you got he got to give him credit for Ivan Pace, right? Because he picked him up the same day, you know. And, and I just th- I think the stuff he did this year is going to look is looking pretty good. Um, uh, if not, if they don't re-sign T.J. Hawkinson, well, that if they don't re-sign, is he going to be him, the biggest wild card of the bunch? Is this ear infection, back soreness, contract issue going to become like a Daniil tweak? And we don't I, see T.J. Hawkinson for half the year? So I think T.J. is is the tip of the iceberg. Like, this is the year you could have got Jefferson done. You could have started talking with Derisaw. I mean, you've got all these. The Daniil Hunter thing was kind of, I mean, last minute thrown together. Is Quasi afraid of contracts, right? Where Where is our GM as far as, as we can't figure him out yet? It's so interesting because I want to just deep dive on T.J. Hawkinson's theory on his own contract, but I have to remind myself I have another show coming up in about six hours. Maybe we'll do it there. <laughs> That's fair. I do want to touch on the Twins with three minutes that we have left because I know that this team gets eye-rolled because they collapse, they don't spend, what have you. But they have a sizable lead in a bad division. Take the bad division out of the equation. They look like a playoff team. They frustrate you, but they excite you, and I'm speaking for me maybe. But what do you make of this team? Because they fell apart in Milwaukee, and you thought, oh, boy. They didn't get those games, and now they got Texas coming to town. They look really good twice. Is it just ride the roller coaster, or are you starting to get more faith in this team? Well, Brian, you know, I don't, I don't know how your dad ever put it, but my dad always said, you know, if you can fill two spots a year uh, because you're going to be rotating people through, right? So the the two that you got nine years ago are gone now. Um the twins seem to be filling spots this year. Like and and their pitching is a little older and we don't even know what it's going to look like next year. But if you think about it, we've got a first baseman. We've got uh we've Do got a, he hasn't played in a while. No, but look at the guy when he plays. Right. Right. So we got that. Uh, we got a second baseman who can't catch, but it looks like the the guy behind him, Lee, is gonna be okay. We got a shortstop, like him or not, can play the position. Um, third base, if he stays healthy, is if the third base guy pl- stays healthy, our infield set. Right. Right. Jeffers has turned into a catcher. Your catcher's legit. Right. You've got, You've a, got right- a new corner outfielder now who's carrying the team. Right. So what I'm saying is they're starting to build with youth. It's still who's going to be in center field. It, Michael A. Taylor is the MVP of this percent. team no matter what happens because Byron Buxton has been laughable playing or not. Michael A. Taylor has 20 bombs and is out there just about every day unless they don't want him to be. Yep. There's a lot of guys that have contributed. Their MVP is probably a pitcher, but if you go with a position player, I'm not hearing anything other than Taylor right now. Because other years when Byron missed three quarters of the season, you had Jake Cave out there, and it is what it is. Yeah, no, I, I, I have to agree with you on that. I, I think the whole rest of the season and what they do in the playoffs comes down to Buxton. And frankly, they might be better off if he stays out all year. Is there any part of you that by Wednesday will be nervous that the playoffs are still a reality? Because... They've been plucking along okay and benefiting from the fact that Cleveland's been worse. Starting Monday, you've got three of those six remaining with Cleveland. You're either going to bury yourself or bury Cleveland. Yeah, well, and this, how about this for a point that was brought up earlier in the week? They can't beat anybody beneath them. 
But they play pretty well against teams that are above them, and it scares me to death that Cleveland's not neck and neck. It is very strange. I took a cheap shot at a Mackey earlier. I'm going to close with this. He probably said it best when he said, you know, we're, we're pushing towards September 1st. If you would have told me I was going to be more excited about at-bats from Julian, Walner, and Jeffers than I would about anything Correa, Kepler, or Buxton is doing, I would have thought we were in last place, but here we are. Yeah. I just, I, I, I hope, you know, <laughs> When when they get to the playoffs, because I I do think they are going to make the playoffs. When yeah, I they know. get to the playoffs, I do too, and it scares me. When they get to the playoffs, I just for your sakes, I hope you temper it because that that record is not what the other division leaders oh, no and doubt. not what the other 100%. you know. So I, but I hope the fan base tempers it too because I think they thought this team was going to be much worse. They're going to make the playoffs, and then on paper they shouldn't beat anybody after that. If they do, Mike Tice, just enjoy the season. Enjoy Vikes preseason, then enjoy time for two more. We'll be around all day. Hope you will be, too. We're the Northland Sports Page. Have a good weekend. Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart.